Kira from KiraWilliamsFitness.com and today we are going to be talking about burnout. So when we set out to reach any of our goals, we're really excited, as we should be, and we just want to go balls to the wall and do everything that we can as fast as we can, as much as we can, so we get results quickly. I've definitely done this before. I have watched hundreds of my clients do this before, and I really want to help you not do that because what usually happens is when I see someone do a total 180, it ends up turning into a 360. So, you know, we get we get so excited and we want to do all of the things. We want to start working out five or six days a week and we want to start tracking our macros and we want to make sure that we eat 180 grams of protein in a day and we want to make sure that we do the 800 grams of vegetable challenge and we want to make sure that we drink a gallon of water every day and we're going to journal and we're going to um, go for walks and we are going to meditate and we're going to do all of these things and then all of a sudden life happens and we might get injured, um, something comes up, we go on vacation, um, we just ultimately get sick of doing all of these things and then burnout takes place. And you know, when we do something for a very brief period of time, like we do something for 21 days, for example, we do something for three weeks, we do something for a month and we can do that. You know, it's a very short period of time, relatively. We do that. If we get results, then we definitely feel motivation continue, and it's easy to keep going, but we're not always going to get results as quickly as we want. And then it's really easy to lose motivation, or we get really sick of trying to do all of these things, and burnout takes place. So I'm in a position where I can definitely teach you how not to get burnout, not because I feel like I need to qualify myself in my sharing this with you, but I still want to share this with you. So you kind of get my point and where I'm coming from. I started working out in about 2005, um, that by working out, I was just kind of like doing cardio um, and restricting my calories. I was in my early twenties. It worked. Um, time progressed. Um, I got tired of doing the elliptical all the time. I moved to Florida. The weather was more conducive to this. So I started running a lot. Um, I got kind of tired of running in the heat. So I started taking spin class. Then I moved back up to Massachusetts and there was a really great yoga teacher at the gym across the street for me. So not only was I taking spin class, but then I started taking yoga and I was running. And then my boyfriend at the time got me into lifting. And then from there I got really into weightlifting. So I hired a coach for snatch and clean and jerk. I was still running. I was still doing yoga at that time. Um, and then I started doing CrossFit and I kind of backed off from the running. 
um, continuing to do yoga, not really doing spin class ever, then um, CrossFit for years and years and years. Then I got back into weightlifting in 2020, started doing that competitively, um, have dabbled since then, dabbled in um, Pilates as well as going back to some spin classes. Um, and now I'm now I'm dabbling in powerlifting. So squat, bench and clean and jerk um, competitively. So I've been doing this since it's 2023 now. I've been doing this since 2005. So I think I'm at 18 years. So I think I know a thing or two about how to keep things fresh so I can keep going, right? So I'm going to share with you three things that you can do to help keep yourself from getting burnt out. So the first thing is just do things in moderation. And so I'm going to apply this to nutrition as well as fitness. Um, this is one that I can really apply to nutrition because you guys know I am all about moderation when it comes to eating. Um, so if you think that you are going to just eat perfectly clean, you're just going to have vegetables and protein and a little starch and a little bit of fat. And that is exactly what you are going to do for four or five meals a day, seven days a week, then you're going to get bored. You're going to get sick of it. You're going to get sick of eating the same things over and over again. And you are going to need to break up that monotony. After four or five days, you're probably going to feel kind of restricted eating chicken and broccoli over and over again. So my suggestion would be at the end of every night, have a square of dark chocolate or have a little bowl of ice cream on Saturdays. Go out with your friends have wine, have high noons, have um, tequila soda. I don't care. Have, have frozen margaritas, like whatever. But have this thing that brings you joy and have it in moderation. Go out for tacos. Go eat the chips and salsa. Have these things because when you do these things in moderation and you do it, you're like, you know what? This is the meal. I'm going to go out. I'm going to have my margarita. I'm going to have my chips and salsa. And then tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up and yeah, I'm going to be retaining a little bit of water, but I'm going to drink some water and I'm going to get right back on my clean eating meal plan. Because when you do this in a controlled fashion where you just have that little bit in moderation, it brings you joy, then you can get right back into your plan without ever just going overboard or being so sick of eating the same things over and over again, you just stop doing it. That's not going to get you anywhere. But if you allow it to happen at a slower pace, then you will stay on track in the long run. And then as far as moderation goes, when it comes to working out, do not try to do six workouts in a row in six days. So there's the 75 hard program and it's 75 days. You work out twice a day. Okay. Usually what happens is after somebody does that 75 hard, they're like, they freak out and they have to do it again because they feel like if they don't have these rules set up for them, then they just completely fall apart or they don't make it through 75 hard because it's hard or they do it and then they just completely stop and like I said, that 180 turns into a 360. So rather than trying to do multiple workouts every single day, look at your schedule and say, you know what? I only have four opportunities to work out this week. So I'm going to work out four times this week. That's okay. Now, if you only work out three or four times a week, 
you would probably make faster progress if you worked out six days a week, sure. But if you are stressing yourself out to get in six workouts every week, then you're not going to be able to sustain that. So you may as well go with the moderation. Don't allow yourself to stress out and get the results and maintain them. The second tip is you need to keep things interesting. So like I was saying, you know, with the going out and having the chips and salsa, having the margaritas, having a glass of wine at night, having some chocolate here and there, it keeps things interesting and your brain needs this. So as much as we do love and crave routine, our minds also love and crave variety too. So you know, you can do variety, but also make it, you know, keep it in that healthy variation. So, you know, if you make chicken every Monday, instead of always just doing like the same spice rub, try something different. Try out new spices that you've never used before. Instead of always using like, I love cumin and paprika, but then sometimes I'll add in chili powder and oregano. Um, instead of always just using garlic salt, try using, um, lemon pepper, just little things like that. Change up the flavor of what you're eating. Hey, instead of always doing chicken, maybe do turkey. Instead of, you know, every single morning having egg muffins for breakfast, start making smoothies. Little things like that keep you going for longer. And then as far as it comes, as far as it goes with workouts, you can keep things interesting because you don't have to do the same routines over and over again. So the way that I write my workout programs for my clients is we utilize this method called progressive overload. And this basically gives you, you're doing similar workouts for three or four weeks, um, but every week something changes. So one on week one, maybe you're doing um, an overhead dumbbell press and you have three sets of 10. And then the next week, you're at three sets of 12. So now your volume is going up. And maybe the next week, we do four sets of eight. So now the amount of reps that you're doing are smaller, so you can add more weight. And then maybe the week after that, it's three sets of 10 again, but now we're doing a slow tempo. So now your time under tension is increasing. So we're always increasing volume, time under tension, or the weight that you are using so you can continue to progress in strength and build more muscle. So that right there inherently provides some variation so it keeps things interesting, but even if you're if you're tired of going to your gym every single day, Monday through Friday, I mean, you can always switch gyms, but maybe change it up. Work out at home, you know, get some, get the resistance bands that you have that you bought during the pandemic and do resistance band workouts for a week or two. Just something to break up the monotony. You don't even have to do that. If you want, just like go try a new class, go for a walk, go for a run. Like, cause when you're starting to get sick of it, you need to stop right then because if you force yourself to continue, despite the fact that you're sick of it, then that is only going to get worse. And then you're just going to be at a point where you're just like, 
I'm not even going to go. So it's a better, it's a better idea for you to back off preemptively when you're starting to feel like you're sick of it. And then that way, by taking that a little bit of time away, you start to really love it. You start to crave it. I mean, I work out at a CrossFit gym, but I also work out at a global gym and I also work it work out in my apartment building apartment building gym downstairs. So I have three different places that I go to train because sometimes I don't want to go to CrossFit. I'm, you know, I don't want the loud music. I don't want the, you know, the heat. I don't want the competitiveness that, you know, that ego driven type feeling that I get with this. Is, this is not, this is personal. <laughs> um, my gym is not um, filled with that, but when I show up there, that is the persona that I take on. And sometimes that's just not where I'm where I'm at emotionally and mentally. And so in those cases, you know, I'll just go over to the Globo gym. But sometimes that place can get really crowded and I'm not in the mood for that. So I'll just work out downstairs. But I'm constantly changing things up and I constantly have different places that I can do my thing. Sometimes, oh, I, by the way, I have three different yoga studios that I go to and sometimes I practice at home. So constantly changing it up keeps things interesting and it gives your brain that variety that the brain craves. And then the last thing, the third tip is to plan breaks for yourself. Now in training, having deload periods is so important because it's going to keep you from getting injured. Um, we push our bodies to a point where they eventually just really need extra help and extra time recovering. Um, and so this is obviously very, very good for, for that physically, but it's also good for our brain as well to just have a little bit of a break. It allows us to, you know, if you take a week off from the gym and you're just at home, you know, you're able to spend more time with your family. You are able to get some projects done that have kind of been looming over your head. Um, it just allows you to have more time and space to have freedom, to get more rest. Um, and then, you know, you can also plan those breaks to coincide with your trips. So when you're on vacation, you aren't working out. Um, I'm a huge advocate for taking time off when you're on vacation because you should be exploring the place that you're in. The gym will always be there when you get home. And then you also want to plan diet breaks for yourself as well. So, you know, if you track, taking time away from tracking, um, because tracking can be really cumbersome. It can take a really long time. That can be stressful. Um, also, you know, giving your metabolism a little bit of a break from just constantly eating the same things over and over. And then allowing yourself to get back in tune with your own body. And rather than, you know, it's very easy to, to track and and just follow eating the same things over and over again because it's it's easier. Um, and, you know, we might not go into it inherently thinking I am going to eat this way because my macros tell me to. But eventually we just get into such a routine with doing it. We stop 
having that connection with how our body actually feels. You know, we might not notice our hunger and our fullness cues as much when we are tied to tracking. And so taking time away from tracking allows us to get more in tune with our body's like actual feelings. Like sometimes we might just eat because we need to eat more protein according to our macros. Or maybe we aren't eating when we're actually really hungry at the end of the day. But our macros say, you know, we don't have any more calories left. And so not tracking for a period allows us to get back in tune with our body and listen to our body and its needs. It's also great to take breaks for yourself from, even if we're not tracking, from reading the labels and constantly inundating ourselves with the information because truthfully, this stuff, like, yes, it, it is my job to constantly be learning and understanding nutrition, but most of you guys out there, you're teachers, you are accountants, you are doing other things and your job isn't to study nutrition and constantly be thinking about nutrition. So it's a good, it's a really good thing to just take that break away from always trying to like inundate yourself with this knowledge and like understand everything that you're eating because eventually you will get sick of it. I even get sick of it and have to take some time, time away and taking breaks from from the gym, like preemptively. I know you love the gym. I love the gym. But if we go to the gym all the time, how are we able to miss it? So it's good to force yourself to take some time away so that way you can miss it and realize how much you love it. Um, and, you know, again, just giving your brain that variety and giving your brain a break and giving your, just giving yourself some time away just can allow you to feel other things and do other things and then ultimately crave sticking with your workout routine. Um, so these are my three tips that have helped me. Um, not burn out and keep going. I've been on this journey for 18 years and it's just second nature to me now. And I want to help you get there too. Um, so with that said, um, thank you guys so much for listening. And if this resonates with you, please, please, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, I am always accepting new clients to my online personal training program. Um, it's only 13 bucks a month. No, it's $13.97. So it's under $14 a month. Um, and you will have access to workouts every single day and um, videos that coincide with those. And let's get you strong and let's help you build muscle. So uh, check that out at kirawilliamsfitness.com. And if you want to contact me or chat, that's there's also a contact form on my page on my website. So contact me there. Thank you for listening.